stocks, metals, and energy all look like they're in some very interesting positions. Find out what we're seeing in this market update. Hey everyone, it's Colby McFadden with Quiver Financial, and it's the end of August 2023. And we wanted to get a quick note out to everybody about some of the things we're seeing in financial markets, because quite frankly, we haven't said much since May because both Justin, Patrick, and I have been very busy in a lot of different ways, and there hasn't been much going on to comment other than what we said earlier. So we thought we'd take a little humorous time here and say, hey, what the F did we say in May, and what's happening now, and how can we wrap up 2023 as strongly as possible and get our portfolios kicking into gear before the end of the year? So let's jump right into that and share and remind everybody a little bit of what we discussed back in May of this year when we shared a video where we expressed to everybody that we felt that the stock market was in the midst of a bear market rally, meaning that the market had peaked out at an all-time high and wouldn't bust or get above that all-time high for a number of years. And that the rally that started in October of 2022, believe it or not, it's been a while, um, would eventually fail and end right around the 4,400 to 4,600 level on the S&P 500. So to help refresh your memory, here's a visual of that that we had shared back in December of last year. So eight months ago, we had been talking about the bear market rally potentially being the pay me now or pay me later option where it would reach the level of 4,400 to 4,600, then eventually fail and go to lows below where they were in October. And we believed this at that time because we were seeing certain signs in the market that were leading us to that belief. And what we were seeing, and we shared with you some charts that showed that the higher risk areas of the market, what should be leading the market higher, like high yield debt, small caps, and financials, were not doing so. In fact, they were showing relative weakness relative to the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. And that's typically a sign of a bear market rally, not a bull market rally. So again, to help refresh your memory, here's what we had shared with you back in those days, which was back in May, we shared the S&P 500 had rallied 18% up until May, from October to May. And then we compared that to the high yield sector, the small caps with IWM, and the financials, which all were significantly under, under, underperforming the indexes relative to that time frame. So is that still happening now? Are we still seeing that? Where are we at this in this phase of this potential bear market rally? Well, here's some updated charts all the way up until here, August 2023. And you can see that the recovery in the S&P 500 has been significantly stronger than the high yield indexes, J and K, or even the small caps at IWM, or even the financials of IYF. In fact, when I look at the financials and I see how markets have turned to the downside over the last two weeks, 
it sure does look like the financiers are leading that rally or, or leading that decline. So this all leads me to say use extreme caution. If you're a bull in the equity market, if you need the equity market to keep going up for your portfolio to go up, I would be very selective and very tactical at this time. Now, let's say you're somebody who says, hey, you know what? I don't need equities to make money. I'm okay with going other places. Where are some areas? What are some potential opportunities for investors to potentially have a good, strong end of 2023? What are we watching? Well, most of what we're watching that seems to have some pretty good upside potential by the charts tends to be in the commodity space. So our attitude tends to be underweight equities, overweight commodities like oil. As you can see here in this chart of oil, it's been in a consolidation pattern for over a year and a half. It's held some very strong supports and it's threatening to break above resistance. All the signs that you would wanna see if you were wanting an asset to increase. The only problem with this asset, if it does continue to increase, we're all gonna feel the pain. We're gonna feel the pain at the pump. We're gonna feel the pain at their grocery store. Um, so this is an important one to watch. And there's both technical and fundamental reasons that are leading us to believe that we're in a multi-month or multi-year growth pattern within oil and gas prices. So we all might wanna buckle up for and get ready for that and pay extra close attention to this chart over the next few months. In addition to oil, what's looking productive in the commodity space is the metals. Here's a chart of silver that goes over the past five years. You can see it's at a confluence of different support levels by all those different green lines. And in layman's terms, that's a good thing because what you can do is if you're wanting to be an owner of silver, this is a pretty you know, logical place to start a position because you can manage your risk by positioning stop losses below all those green uh, support lines. So if you tend to be somebody who likes to manage the risk and reward, a lot of spaces like silver, gold, oil are showing signs by the charts that I would be continue to pay extra close attention to. Now, in addition to silver, here's a chart of gold, and you can see that gold has been really kind of bouncing here between a level of support and a level of resistance. And I've seen these patterns many times, folks, whatever the breakout is, whether we break above that red line of resistance or below that green line, chances are that next break is gonna be a tell for you to know what the trend in gold is for the next few months or the next few years. A break higher would be very constructive for our portfolios. A break lower would cause us to be acting on stop losses. So we are hoping to see gold prices move higher. The pattern looks constructive, but it is the market. Anything can change. So we gotta be aware of both sides of the coin. Um, along with gold, oil, and silver, um, is a basket of commodities called DBC that we track and we have in some of our portfolios, um, which is also showing an interesting pattern where again, whether it breaks above the green line or below is, is right now 50-50, but I will tell you from these patterns, wherever that break happens, that tends to set the trend for the next move. So great places for investors to be paying extra close attention to because it sure does look like a lot of these markets and commodities are gaining strength and are at points of confluence 
Um, so what does that lead us to believe? Well, bottom line, we remain underweight in equities and we're watching for the recent weakness in equities the last few weeks to see if it morphs into something more. Um, and we are continuing to be overweight in cash or alternatives to cash like treasuries, as well as metals like silver and gold and energy like oil and natural gas. If you have any questions about what's going on in your portfolio or you're not a client of Quiver and you'd like to know how to incorporate some of these other alternatives into your portfolio, feel free to reach out to you. Or, excuse me, feel free to reach out to us. Justin, Patrick, and I will be back into our full level of communication after September. And so stay tuned for a lot more information on the future of the markets and how we can wrap up 2023 with a strong year. Talk to you soon, folks. Thanks.